there. I'm Amy Connell. Welcome to Graced Health, the podcast for women who want simple and grace-filled ways to take care of themselves and enjoy a little chocolate in the process. I'm a certified personal trainer and nutrition coach who wants you to know your eating, movement, and body don't have to be perfect. You just need to be able to do what you are called to do. This episode is a little bit different. I'm just going to tell you that ahead of time. I spent the summer spending a lot of time coaching two different types of teen fitness classes. And I'm sorry if you're tired of hearing about it. It just encompassed a lot of my time and energy this summer. So I'm still kind of coming off of that high. I coached a group of volleyball athletes who were wanting to stay conditioned and prepare for the season that they may or may not have, but they still wanted to be able to do that. And then I also did a general teen fitness and conditioning class this summer. They were all hard workers. They were, um, they really just kind of filled my soul in ways I was not expecting them to. One of the things that I did with these classes is I gave nutrition lessons like the last five minutes or so. So we did class, we were, we kind of stretched it out, cooled down, and then I just spoke to the girls for a few minutes. I made cards for them ahead of time. So they have the more times they came, they had more um, postcard size just little nutrition lessons. We talked about carbs and proteins and fats. We talked about foods to eat before a workout or after a workout. Sometimes they had recipes with just easy meals and snacks they could prepare. My litmus test was, is this something my boys can do? And uh, I have one who's a little more comfortable in the kitchen, but these are things that with the directions they could both do. So they were very, very simple, but it was something that hopefully was creative enough that it was something that they could be excited about doing. As the season came to a close, I started thinking, I want to do something just a little bit more special and a little more personal than just the standard nutrition lessons. What I decided to do was give a lesson to myself in my teenage years. And I kind of specifically was thinking about Amy as a 16-year-old. And these are just things that I wish... I had known when I was their age. Uh, And honestly, seeds I would like to plant for these girls. It turns out they liked them. (laughs) I wasn't really sure if they would or not, but I got a lot of feedback from them. I got feedback from the girls specifically saying, well, I really like the lessons today. I had some texts from the mom saying my daughter really enjoyed it. And I just thought, you know, maybe this is something that I should put out there on the podcast. Now, if you're listening, you're probably not a teenager because most teenagers don't listen to podcasts. But I know several of you listen with your teens and specifically your teen daughters every now and then. And so as a side note, I do want to say thank you and thank you for trusting the messages that I give with your precious daughters. Um, maybe this podcast is just a conduit of someone else saying the same thing that you have been, but it's just received a little better when it is from a different voice. One thing, though, I know about you, mom, is you care so deeply for your children. In fact, it's interesting to look at the uh, download stats from Buzzsprout, which is my 
podcast hosting site, out of all the Graced Health episodes, at the time of this release in September of 2020, is How to Care for Your Teen's Mental Health, back in Season 3, Episode 2 with Dr. Michelle Bankson. Not hit training, not four movements to do in your 40s, or even protein up with simple make-ahead breakfast ideas that was back in season two and season one was the fitness stuff, but the episode focusing on your teen. Another crowd favorite was season two, episode two with sports dietitian Roberta Andy, ending on fueling your teen athlete, which somewhat begs the question why I stay focused on women (laughs) when you guys definitely love those episodes on teens, but I really do right now feel called to just concentrate the bulk of my time on women's issues. So do what you will with this. Maybe it's just take yourself back to that 16-year-old self and it will help you relate to your daughter or to your son a little bit better. Um, Maybe it is something that you can share with your daughter. Maybe it can be a, a conversation point, whatever it is. And maybe you just, maybe you stop here and you don't go on. But I do want to pass these on. If nothing else, you'll get to know me and my crazy history a little bit more. So I will not waste any more time or take any more of your time. Let's talk about nutrition and body image lessons to my teenage self. I have 10 of them. Number one, no food is bad. Some provide, some foods provide more value than others, but there's no shame in eating any of them. I spent way too many years and moments in my life when I really shame myself for enjoying um, a particular food. Now, is that what was going to fuel me best? Was I going to feel best with those foods? Mm, Probably not. But I don't think I wish I wouldn't have been so focused on good foods and bad foods. There are just foods that make me feel better and foods that don't make me feel as well. Number two, fuel is important but so is fellowship. Digging into that chocolate lava cake with your best friend is okay once in a while. Just make other nutritious choices to balance it out. So this kind of goes along with number one. Uh, In the book that I'm working on, I'm talking a lot about the fellowship and about how important it is to enjoy our food when we are with our friends, when we're with our family. And that is a huge component of what food was designed to do. I mean, yes, it was to give us energy, but think about all the times in the Bible that Jesus sits around the table and eats food with his and breaks bread with his disciples. So fellowship is really important when you're considering the overall holistic view of food. Number three, never punish yourself for overeating or eating something you think you shouldn't have by over-exercising. Don't punish your body for a choice your mind made. Now, if you have been with me on this podcast for a while, you probably heard something similar back when I talked about holiday strategies and healthy living. But 
I spent way too many years trying to do some sort of a mathematical balance of, okay, well, this is what I ate. And so this is how hard I need to work. And then the worse I ate, the harder I worked just to try and work it off. And I tell you what, fitness math is really complicated. It's not necessarily just positive and positive calories in, negative calories out. uh, And so let's not punish ourselves. Let's not overexercise because my goal for these girls I was working with was for them to find joy and love of movement, of moving their body and feeling confident in that and being proud of what they did that day. You're not going to get that when you are punishing yourself through exercise. Number four, and remember, this is to Amy as a 16 year old. Diet pills are nothing but various forms of caffeine that will waste your money and keep you awake. I remember going into GNC. Nothing, there's nothing wrong with GNC, but I would go in there. I went straight to the diet section and was looking for an easy fix for something that really wasn't a problem, to be honest. But I had in my head that I wanted to lose weight. And so I went into GNC, I bought whatever it was that they recommended. I don't even remember what it was. It wasn't until years later, I realized all of the nights that I had a hard time falling asleep was because I had snuck those pills in. Mom, if you're listening, I'm sorry, this is the first time you're hearing of this, by the way. But I had snuck in those pills probably right after dinner. And it was just a bunch of caffeine because caffeine can slightly increase your metabolism. And that was keeping me awake. Now, this is very different than supplements or what I like to call nutritional insurance. So this is different than taking your multivitamin, taking your B12s, um, things that maybe we aren't getting enough of because of either our farming system or uh, various reasons. So I, I, I do want to make the distinction between that. But diet pills... Mm, don't waste your time, don't waste your money, get the help of a coach to help you with that if that truly is a problem. Speaking of caffeine, this is number five, speaking of caffeine, it has a half life of five to six hours. So that yummy coffee at 4pm will still be with you at 10pm. And what I mean by a half life is, if you go to Starbucks, and you get any kind of a tall coffee-based drink, it's going to have about 200 to 250 milligrams of caffeine. Keep in mind, teenagers, the recommended upper limit for that, uh, for caffeine is 100 milligrams. So it's already getting more than you want. But when a a half-life means that there is still half of that caffeine in you five to six hours later. That means you still have 100 milligrams of caffeine in your body at 10 p.m. when you might be trying to go to sleep. So if you can't sleep, you might want to consider, well, what did I have at, uh, you know, earlier in the day? Maybe it is a coffee at 4 p.m. Maybe it's a Coke at 7 p.m. So that's something to remember that that caffeine doesn't just stick with you or it doesn't go in your system and it's automatically used. It sticks around for a while. Number six this one was not a surprise to them, (laughs) I don't think. But number six is you'll feel better with real foods that are grown from the earth. Now, do I always abide by this rule? No. Do I wish I did? 
I don't even know if the answer is yes or not, because going back up to that fellowship and digging into a chocolate cake with your best friend, I mean, I wouldn't trade those. Now, do I want to have it every day? No. Should I probably spread them out so that happens a little bit less often? You know, not necessarily the chocolate cake, but something probably so. But I will tell you, I absolutely feel better when I have foods and I can look at it and know where it came from. I knew that it grew from a tree. I knew that it was a seed. I knew that it was planted into the ground. Those kinds of things make me physically and mentally feel better. We did talk about that with Dr. Michelle on a season three episode, no season four, episode one. And as a neuropsychologist, she recognizes and she promotes God given foods to help you feel better mentally. Number seven, dear Amy, at age 16, no matter how hard you try, you'll never be that girl you taped to the bathroom mirror. Now, when we were growing up, when I was growing up, I got teen magazines. One of those magazines had an up and coming model who had just won like the Miss US or Miss, I don't even know what it was, Miss Teen model contest or something like that. And her name was Tiffany Amber Thiessen. (laughs) This was before Saved by the Bell and Melrose Place, which I think is what she was on later. I cut out her picture from that magazine. She was playing, I think, like sand volleyball or something like that and taped it on my bathroom mirror. The girls had no idea who she was, by the way. (laughs) So I had to, I kind of worked backwards and I was like, you guys have seen Say by the Bell, right? And they're like, oh yeah, that's such a goofy show. And I'm like, yeah, okay, Kelly Kapowski, that's who I'm talking about. They're like, oh yeah, I know who that is. (laughs) So we, we had to reach far back in the bank when I was trying to explain who that was. Anyway, no matter how hard you try, Amy, you'll never be Kelly Kapowski. You and your body were uniquely created with a purpose. Love her for who she is and what she can do, not what she looks like. And when I say she, I'm talking about my body. I'm not talking about Tiffany Thiessen. My body was created with a specific purpose. And we're going to be talking later um, in this series about callings and purposes. And it's not necessarily as dramatic as one might think, but my body has a purpose, and it has different seasons of that purpose. So it took me a long time to recognize that I have my own body shape. I will never be tall. I will never be lanky. That's just not who I was created to be. And because of that, I'm able to do a lot of the things that I'm able to do. So learning to love my body, learning to love what I can do has been a long journey. And again, I just wanted to be able to plant the seed in these girls that uh, this is why they take care of their body so they can do what they love to do to do what they are called to do, even if they don't know what that is right now. Number eight, the scale is but one tool to measure your progress. Don't give it the power to determine your success. Way, way, way too many times I had a good day or a bad day based on what the scale said. Sometimes the scale didn't make any sense, which happens that it depends on what your hormones are doing. It might depend on your fluids. It might depend on how hard you worked out. All of these will influence the scale. 
learning that the scale only is one tool, then when I can learn if I have been doing the things that work well for my body has been really helpful to me and very freeing too. Because if I get on and it's up a couple pounds from the day before or the last time, maybe that's because I've been overeating or maybe it's because I haven't moved moving too much. Or maybe it's just because I had a really salty meal the day before. Or maybe it's because I actually had a couple really hard days of working out, which can actually cause your weight to go up a little bit. I am going to be doing one of the ask the trainers on that soon. So there's a whole lot of reasons to that. Now, if it stays that way, then yeah, if there's a trend, that's something that I need to be thinking about. But that's not always an indication of success and how well I'm taking care of my body. Number nine, learning to listen to your body will reveal more than you ever imagined. Amy, your body likes sweet potatoes and it doesn't like milk. So listen to her and trust her. I did a whole episode on this. And actually, I got to tell you, the I think this was back in season two on how to listen to your body. I'll put all of these links in the show notes, by the way. But I actually took that from one of the nutrition lessons that I did for my teens last summer. And I just expanded on that a little bit. So go back, listen to that episode if you haven't yet, and start paying attention to the ways that your body is trying to communicate with you if you have not yet perfected that. It's definitely a process. Number 10, you have but one body. Take care of her by moving and giving her the right foods, and she'll reward you by doing the things you love to do. All of this health business, all of this stuff that I talk about with moving and with eating, it's not so we can win some sort of prize. There's no competition for who can move the best or eat the right foods most of the time. It's all about functioning well, living well, enjoying our lives. And when we put food in that God gave us, when we move it the way he designed it to do, we're going to be able to do the things that we love to do the most. So take care of that body, appreciate her, thank her and move her some. (laughs) Okay, let's do a really quick recap. Number one, no food is bad. Number two, fuel is important. So is fellowship. Number three, never punish yourself for overeating by overexercising. Number four, diet pills are nothing but various forms of caffeine that will waste your money and keep you awake. Number five, speaking of caffeine, it has a half-life of five to six hours. Number six, you'll feel better with real foods that are grown from the earth. Number seven, no matter how hard you try, you'll never be Kelly Kapowski. Number eight, the scale is but one tool to measure your progress. Number nine, learning to listen to your body will reveal more than you ever imagined. And number 10, you have but one body. Take care of her by moving and giving her the right foods, and she'll reward you by doing the things you love to do. What's the one simple thing I want you to remember? Your body was created with purpose. Even if you don't know what that purpose is, which we are going to be talking about next week, the best thing you can do for her is to respect her, move her and give her the foods God put on this earth. 
Okay, you guys, thank you for those of you who have rated and reviewed this. That means so much. Remember, the very best way you can support the show is by signing up for my monthly journals. That means you get one email a month from me. I promise not to load up your inbox. You can do that at gracedhealth.com slash monthly dash updates. And that is all for today. Go out there and have a great day.